it's a weird thing here in the studio here, Austin, because as as we were like preparing for the podcast, I just looked to my right. There's this studio is it's weird. This should have been set up as like a booth and then like the next room should have been yep. like a control room. Yep. I like the next room that, is almost like a conference room. That'd be the smart thing to do. Yeah. Or not have a clear glass where I can see an interview, <laughs> a person interviewing for a job right as we're recording. And I hope I hope she doesn't look left. We have to now. We've all been in that situation. The, the interview part, not we, the people staring at us from another room part. Do we need to be like respectful now of like should we turn away from her? <laughs> no direct eye contact. Oh, it's uh it's, oh, it's a little Oh, she little might weird. she might be done. Okay. No. Uh, she it looked like she was getting up. Okay. Okay, let's get into uh hockey talk. Woo! You or interview talk. Me, I'm good with interview talk as well. You were telling me that you are hyped for this series. This is the most excited I've been for playoffs in general. Not just the Leafs, just in general in a while. Like, I've never really been a big guy to watch other hockey. Like, I've gotten more into it over the years. But I mostly just focus on the Leafs because we cover them and stuff like that. But, like, Vegas and L.A. are playing tonight. I'm all over that. I'll watch that game. That's fantastic. And then the Leafs play tomorrow. Don't the Jets play tonight? Or is it just tomorrow? Uh, the Jets are, ton- are tonight. So we're recording this on yeah, Wednesday. So. so they're tonight. Um, Fantastic. This is Wednesday afternoon. I forget. I just heard on the radio that Vegas and L.A. was playing tonight. Yeah, that's going to be a That's a late that game. That should though. be a good series. Yeah, it's like 9 or 10? 10 o'clock, I think. Yeah. So um, that should be a pretty very, good. very interesting series to watch. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good. Now... Are you more excited about this series because the Leafs ha- had set a record for franchise points in a season, Anderson broke the record, or is it the fact that they're playing the Bruins in the first round? Playing the Bruins. Um, the 105 points is obviously a really nice cherry on top of the season, but let's be honest here. If you follow the Leafs, you know that Bruins fans have been shoving that 2013 win in Leafs fans' face for the past five years. So, um it's a chance for revenge. I'm not going to say the Leafs are getting their revenge. If they win a couple games, I'll feel a little bit more confident. But the Bruins have 50 wins for a reason. So, Yes, they do. Um, yeah, I mean, some Leafs fans will point to the 3-1 and one record. I would. Yeah. you. It's 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 not, the it's sm- not insignificant, but it's, it's not, not the, the most solid argument. <laughs> no, it's not. I, that's, why I, that's my issue is it's a decent argument. It is not the it, best one. Yeah, it's not the best argument. The reason I say that is because I think two of those wins came early in the season. Yeah. One, sorry, three and one. So one of those wins came early in the season. They didn't have the offensive dynamo that was Nolachari on their team yet. That's true. I, um, like I, That's why I don't get the argument. It's like that. that's the thing. They went three and one, but the Bruins weren't this good at the beginning of the season. It's like they weren't bad either. They weren't the Coyotes or the Sabres when they started the year. This wasn't some Cavaliers trade deadline turnaround. Like, they've been who they've been, minus having Rick Nash at the deadline. They're the same Bruins, at least faced in the first part of the season. They just weren't playing the way they were. But it's the same players. Yep. Same players. Almost the same players on both sides. The Leafs didn't have uh, Kapanen. I mean, Rick Nash is is back. Rick Nash is back for game one, yeah. He's well, yeah. I don't and, know how. Uh, I think I saw Riley Nash is sitting for game no. one. Is is he sitting? He's. For game I one? think I said he's out. I think the score put it up. And um, who was it that's sitting out? Donato is sitting out for Nash to come back. Apparently, which if you're like this is a very well. I, we're gonna get to that Ryan, later. Right, Nash has been really good. 
I do want to get. To, uh, you know what? Actually, let's get to it now. Actually, because yeah. there's there's the argument that the Leafs should be playing Andreas Janssen over a guy like Leo Komarov, and I think the same could be said for the Bruins and Donato, because yeah. there's some games where Donato was. Let's face it; he was a big part of the reason why he was. They his got first they career were. game. He was probably the reason the Bruins won. Didn't he have a hat trick or two goals? Um, oh, man, I, I don't follow the Bruins that closely. Just the highlights after. I think he had a really good debut. I remember uh, that he scored his first goal. Well, I got, uh, um, I got it in front of me. So no, and I have it he over scored, here. He has a goal. He had a goal and two assists. It's pretty damn good. It's not bad. It's not no Austin Matthews, but it's uh, serviceable. Oh yeah, I mean, for a guy that they you're that just got, hoping a guy can play over ten minutes in his debut. So anything that comes after that is especially when they just come out of college. Yeah, exactly. So he's still in college. Yeah, Ted, he's he's going to Harvard still. Yeah, I, I wonder how does how does that work? Cause, well, I guess because Harvard's still in Boston, so they'll just what they do is I think they scratched him for one game so he can attend classes and then they played a back to back or something along those but, lines and he played the next game. I mean, I I'm not very familiar with how the whole NCAA rules yeah. work, but how does he? I don't understand to... it, but it helps that he's playing for the Bruins. Definitely, like, I thought once you were signed by a team, you're no longer eligible. Eligible? Think. Maybe you're not eligible to play. Yeah, I'm thinking. That's okay, probably it. that probably makes a lot more sense now that I think about it. So. So he's still attending classes, but he's playing for the Bruins. He's That's pretty done. cool. Yeah, you got to be, especially a Boston school that you're playing in. Imagine, especially, imagine especially the, a Harvard, Harvard, Harvard. Yeah. I think um, the mics are playing a little trick on me because I can hear a lot of static come back. Harvard's wicked awesome. Harvard. Um, yeah, but uh, imagine, imagine the hype he must get on campus. Yeah, he's he's probably the big man around campus. Uh, Even though I don't think he's a very big man, but. Is yeah, like but 5, he, 11, he, 6, he can certainly act like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, actually, He's... I wanted you to do one thing, Austin. Where yes. are your, your headphones? Here. Uh, turn them down. Turn them can. down. I think you have a controller for it. Because I can hear it coming back from somewhere, and I think it's your headphones that are making like this really loud. All right, they're off. Beautiful. Um, yeah, because I was just hearing this weird thing, and it was throwing me off. Yeah, no worries. Welcome to podcasting, folks, when a little thing can... I it's give the little things pe- that ruin your day. I give radio people a lot of credit. Maybe even the other one to right beside it. the other one. I think you have two, don't you? Oh. And it's all gone. I think I don't know. Oh, look at us go! No, oh. but I, turn I, your headphones down. Isn't we're turning all the headphones down? I can't find my headphone controller. It's. I'm just gonna, we might want to cut this. Part I'm just. Out. I'm just gonna <laughs> unplug it. No, I'm not. No, no, no. Just gonna keep rolling. All we right. keep. We keep it rolling. Uh, we're not. No, I'm not about uh, redoing the whole damn thing. So, Fair. okay, um, okay. The Leafs. I, it's. I mean, we already know it's not going to be an easy series. I. I think it's. This is like a game seven type of series. Does not having home ice impact me? I'm mean, not just your confidence, but what you think they could do in this series. No. No. Well. Yeah. I think they're a different team at home than on the road. A little bit. Like I, the one game I think that may have been I don't know if it was an outlier if that's just a game that they were really prepared for was that game against Nashville. You know what I always go back to with least playoffs? Is yeah. if tickets weren't eight hundred dollars for the worst seat in the house, how much rowdier that crowd would be. It's still pretty good. Like the playoffs last year, don't get me wrong, were great. We're we're gonna get to the whole playoff tickets thing, but you're thinking I even mean, even the Bruins tickets are still pretty good though. Bruins tickets are almost five hundred bucks just to sit like in decent seats. 
Yeah, I think the cheapest ticket. There were still tickets on Ticketmaster when I looked well, yesterday. We were, we were talking about this yesterday. There's $224 standing room is the best ticket you can get at the ECC for Game 3. Um, no, thanks. I'll, I, I'll either watch from the square or watch on my couch. I'll uh, I'll talk to you. We're going to get into the... Uh, the we'll and yeah, sorry, I'm jumping ahead of things. But just uh, home ice advantage doesn't matter as much to me because I don't think the ACC is as rowdy as it could be. And that really bothers me. And it has bothered me. If we can take it to another team for a sec, I've had I cover the Toronto Rock for Tip of the Tower, and a lot of people around the team have said, "Hey, what if what if the Toronto Rock were owned by MLSC?" It's like, no, I like tickets that are twenty dollars. I don't want them to well, be eighty dollars or hundred level tickets. But look, MLSC also has the Marlies, and those tickets are cheap. Yeah, but they, they also don't play at the ACC. When they play at the ACC, they're still cheap. Mm, it's also minor league hockey. It's not. I know it's not. Pro. I know. I know it's professional lacrosse, but. Like uh, I'm just saying, I don't. Recently, I don't get it. the the new Argos president, who's also the TFC president, Bill Manning, is said he's going to be lowering. I think it's individual tickets because look, they don't have a great season ticket. Um, not like not like TFC, they don't have the eighteen thousand. I think it's like eighteen thousand or close to that in TFC season seats. Yeah, the Argos have close to maybe four thousand. So, so where are they ha- where where are they going to pack the stands? They got to lower those individual ticket prices. I know it's just so eight hundred dollars for a ticket. Yeah. Do you think anybody that has a brain cell? All right. Is since going we're to pay since we're already prices? talking about, it, let's just get into it. Fine. Um, there was an article. I think it was a Toronto Star that had it. Yeah. That out of the public tickets, ninety six were available to the public. That's misleading. And this is why. It's only five. No. <laughs> A, yeah, Ooh, people sorry. can people can get tickets. Uh, pe- we already know how scalpers do it. They have software that allows them to grab X amount of tickets scalpers. right right away. It's it's no secret. It's the Fifth Estate. Uh, CBC did a documentary on it. And it was a fantastic one. They do great stuff about it. So there's that. But this is the thing: people complaining about, oh, I didn't get the tickets that were ninety, like there were there were only ninety six available to the public. But they do a bunch of pre sales. So I think they have like the season seats. You get your chance. Then it's that's, that's the then you incentive. can get additional tickets. I think if you're a season tickets holder, that's part yeah. of the benefit of being a season tickets holder. Then they did the pre- Leafs Nation pre sale. All you need to do was sign up and give your you know you sign up and get a promo link. And no, you don't pay even... off crippling debt for the rest of your life. Well, I try to get tickets. I told you about this. Mm-hmm. The only ticket I could get was one ticket in the obstructed section. Like the corners? Like in the corners. And I think it was, two, oh, it was over, it was close to two. <laughs> I heard over something $200. starting with a two, and that's way too much if you can yeah. only see half the ice. Well, no, you, can, you can only see, you can't see the net. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, I'm not in the right $200. spot, in the right spot in the obstructive view, you can kind of see the net, which <laughs> you don't want to be saying. I, I like what you're trying I to never, rationalize I never, this. I like, never understood why an arena has it. It's because the suite goes out in out and it kind of blocks it. I just don't understand why an arena has that. Like we complained about the Barclays Center, the fact that the ACC, which was meant for basketball and hockey, has that. It's a little not smart. It's not smart. But this is my issue with the whole. The, what, the, what, the only what, issue is with the Barclays Center is that it cuts off the entire net for everyone, not just part of the net for some people that sit in that. Yeah. Like, anyone that sits on that balcony can't even see past the face-off circles, I'm pretty sure. Um, 
so the remember I we and I don't know if we didn't talk I don't think we talked about this recently about the the StubHub agreement with the Blue Jays. Um no, we didn't touch on it on the podcast, but we have talked about about it, excuse me. But this is why I didn't have it. Like I felt like that that piece was a bit misleading about yep. this whole ticket thing. It's because the Blue Jays realized Oh, X amount of people are buying Blue Jays tickets for home opener at face value or what Ticketmaster charge, yeah. then times it by two and making a profit. Yeah. The best way that StubHub can, can – and the way they've been doing with every team in the in the MLB, almost every team, I think Boston's the only one that doesn't have a partnership with StubHub, is that they say, we will – if you want, we'll make a deal – will be your official reseller, and I'll explain how that deal works because I actually looked it up. Um, you get a piece of the, the action, piece of the pie. You tell you tell any uh, company that they can make money twice over, they're going to do it. But this is how the this is why the StubHub partnership people don't understand. I bought t- Blue Jays tickets off StubHub for the playoffs before. Oh, absolutely! I did too. I did it for we were both at the same game. I'm pretty sure the Indians game, game five. No, no. I no um, that I got from uh, someone who couldn't go to the game because okay. it was an afternoon game. Uh, he had something called work. I'm just I'm keep <laughs> talking. Was... I'm going to compile a list of like what the cheapest seats for each team is. Perfect. I already know. I want to bring it up. Um, the best team in the East, Tampa. And we talked about this in our little chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the resale on a ticket in Tampa. Do you care to take a guess? Tampa Bay, eight points better than the Leafs. Best team in the East. Yeah, but it's also New Jersey. If that if that's Toronto, it's it's, it's New Jersey, but more. it's also game one of the playoffs for the best team in the league. It's I don't a, I don't think it's, it only, necessarily, it's only the first round. I don't think teams necessarily go by what opponent they're facing. It's just playoffs or playoffs. You're going to charge whatever you want. No, I think... But there is obviously... StubHub, is it Ticketmaster you're talking about? Or is it StubHub you're talking uh, about? I was on StubHub, so that's okay. resell on StubHub. That's um, what people are selling it at. Yes. Hold on. What is this? I'll let you look at that. Okay. Um, these are all like cheap seats, like just whatever you can find. But yeah, it's just... Washington Capitals tickets are $50 for a 300-level seat. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's let me uh, let me look at this. So, uh, the star put out the ninety six tickets were available in the public sale. We already discussed that. Okay, so, so dumb. But the reason why that was is because, the, as I said, the Leafs had season tickets holders, players, because players get ticket uh, get the chance to get tickets for their families, and they pay for those tickets. Yep, it's not free. Well, they have the money to pay for those tickets. They do. <laughs> um, then you got staff. Which I don't understand, um, and then fan club members. Which I'm gonna stand. Free. I'm gonna stand in the tunnel, honey. Come watch the team. Yeah, like I don't. I know. I know they work for the team and they're obligated to those. But like, if you're not yeah. on the bench or something, your family doesn't. So the star also says 672 tickets were put on sale for Game Three. Um, uh, yeah. So the the, the capitals pre-sales. the capitals tickets were fifty dollars. The Tampa Bay Lightning were sixty. Those are the two top teams in the East. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is one ticket left. It is obstructed view, row 19, seat section 318S, seats three and four in the A or Canada Center. They are currently going on Ticketmaster for $290 Canadian. 
MLSE, you are a joke. These are all Ticketmaster. These are not StubHub resell. The Leafs again. legitimately think they can sell the worst seat in the building for three hundred dollars. Uh, uh, hold on, let me show me that seat because I'm going to explain to you why it's not that price. Let me see. Row nineteen. Is it a is a pink around it? Probably. I don't know. If it's a pink color around it, it's not the Leafs selling it. It's a resell. It's somebody who bought it and is reselling it through Ticketmaster. Okay. Which oh, I, so Ticketmaster has a resell. Yeah, I forgot about that. T- Ticketmaster has a resell. Okay, let's go off stuff up then because it was two hundred and twenty. Yeah. But regardless, it's just. That, okay. Let's be honest. That's not far off from the price the Leafs were selling it at. It's uh, not like it was a $50 ticket. 175 was the still, cheapest still ticket. Still a joke. One, you know what? But that's... that's the fa- price that, of, that face yeah. value is it. not... Compared to other top quality markets where the demand for tickets is high, that's not bad. Yeah. Now, I, I forgot to finish off my Blue Jay story. Yeah. So I bought these tickets off of StubHub for the playoffs. And what these scalpers do is they don't put it on just StubHub. They put it on Vivid Seat, SeatGeek, Seat Giant, whatever ticket, uh, second-hand ticket uh, site. So I bought this ticket. I get a phone call from StubHub saying, your ticket was uh, sold on another site. Your ticket's not valid. I said, okay. And they refund you? So how does that work? They said, uh, we will – because you purchased, and part of the purchase agreement is that we either – Get you another seat in the similar area and section for the same price that you paid, or we upgrade you. Okay. So that's what they do. That's that's the benefit of the Blue Jays. If you don't, I have, I have found a Leaf seat that does not resell on Ticketmaster. Not for resell. Not for resell. Standard ticket, two hundred seventy-eight dollars for obstructed view. That was probably the ticket I was looking at. Probably. 313's row 16. It's, it's, but okay, I'm and it's in the middle of a row too. You're paying $278 to sit in the middle of a row where you can't see the net. That's again, a joke. But I'm I'm this is this is the thing. And Leafs fans, you have to understand that playoff tickets Leafs haven't been in the playoffs f- they've only been in one since 2004. The tickets are just a joke in general. They Regular make that's where they make farce. their money though. Yeah. Well, merchandise, tickets, advertisement. Well, yeah, they, that's why they're the most. But that's where every team. It, it's. I mean, you know, I get it. You can't compare a market like Toronto and Tampa, because you could still get tickets in Tampa, probably on Ticketmaster. You can still get tickets, and Tampa's the only other rink I've ever been to in the NHL. And real fans show up to those games because they're affordable tickets, and they get a good product. Unf- but it also, yeah, I understand that. And I, do I, I do I, wish I get it I now? But the tickets haven't changed over the course where John Pohl was one of the best players in the Leafs or Robbie Earl was a key member of the that's top just, six. But that's it's just, like, again, it's supply and demand. There's always been a demand for Leafs tickets, oh, no matter what. Just, the team you're, was you're talking, terrible. Yeah, I know. You're talking as a fan who can't, and I I've been I've been to it. one preseason game since 2012. You know what? But that's why the Leafs have such a great away crowd, road yeah. trip crowd. Oh, I'd, rather go, I'd rather go on the road and watch the Leafs. Like that's no, I understand. I understand you want to go watch at the AC home crowd and all that stuff, but Buffalo, not too far. Ottawa, yeah. Montreal, like Montreal. We were, we were going to try and go to Buffalo earlier in the year. We were, and it just things uh, things changed. Things worked uh, next differently. year. Yeah, I th- that's I have no issue with that. And you you said it there. Instead of spending the money, you can take that money, go to a bar. You can go. To, I could buy a jersey and sit on my couch. For two hundred and seventy-eight dollars, I could buy a jersey, a hat, an authentic jersey. Go buy a six-pack of beer. I don't. 
not a big drinker, but you can do whatever the hell you want with it. I'm just trying to make my point here. And yeah. go sit on your couch and enjoy the game for free. Exactly. Well, your cable subscription, whatever you pay for that. That's at the end of the month. That's... Um, Leafs, like that's why, but then that's why the Leafs, they're giving, they give away tickets, right? The Ford fan deck. Yep. I think that's like 200 tickets they give out throughout the playoffs or something like that. It's pretty good. Um, no, they have been trying their best. They are, they know, but that's why they took away part of those tickets, and that's why they did Leafs Square because that's trying their best. I think they're they're doing they're that. making an effort. I'll yeah. say that it, maybe it's not their best. That's what effort. I was going to say. They're they're doing this to be like, hey, we're not complete dicks. But this this is what happens when it's they have the a only of, the only way this is going to change Austin is if the demand is if they get down. worse. We already know it's not going to happen. I'm just they have a bunch of corporate sponsors and I understand the situation. It's just it's yeah. frustrating as a fan that you can't go and see your team for a reasonable price. Oh, because yeah. I've when I was younger I went to like 20 30 Jays games a season. Easy. I've been to a couple Raptors games. Easy. Raptors tickets have gotten expensive too. Wait until you see those yeah, ticket prices. I'm I'm not surprised at all. I've seen we got to go to a Marley's pre playoff game. That's we the do. that's Grunstrom, the I, I was going to say Grunstrom is uh is Grunstrom in town now. Janssen will probably go down. Well, if it, he, they're, they're keeping, the they're but we'll we'll get to that. Not a chance. <laughs> I I think he'll be. I think if they're around. smart and they know they're not going to use him, he should go down. Oh look, it's a new person doing an interview now. Good luck. I just noticed. Good luck. We're rooting for you. Just don't look at us because I'll no. Don't distract her. Hey, I was clap. I wasn't clapping loud. I can get louder than that. Oh, I know. It'd be worse. You just tap on this glass. Just smack the glass. Um, that so, would scar her. Yeah. Look, I I'm I sympathize as myself as a Leafs fan. If you really really want to go a game, you oh, you know the cost. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know the cost. I'm not. I'm not like this. It's is not, not impossible. I will say it's not impossible to get tickets. It's just not convenient or not feasible for everybody. And that's I'd, I'd that's unfortunate. Pay ten dollars for a Marley's ticket. I went to I went to one playoff game last year, and we met up with our buddy Jose. Was there? I paid uh, resell. I paid I think twelve dollars or fourteen dollars for two tickets in the Platinums. Five rows off the ice, and it's great hockey. It's it was a triple OT game that the Marlies won. It was Justin Hall when he won it with the wrister. Okay, until twelve twelve a.m. It's the best hockey game I've ever seen, and it's a good crowd. Yeah, fantastic. There's like. The people that go to the Marlies games are lifelong Marlies fans. Yeah. They've been and there since Le- And Maple Leaf Square, the atmosphere is very comparable to inside. Yep. In terms of the fan the excitement. Crowd gets rowdy. The crowd gets rowdy. As long as there's bodies in there. That's the problem is you never know how many people are going to show in a game to game. Uh, the it Leaf, was pretty good for the playoffs. Leaf, Leaf Square, Maple Leaf Square is usually packed. Oh no no no! I'm the Marley's oh, game. I mean, Marley's not, Maple Leaf Square is jammed all the time. Marley's games have been pretty. Like it's they've, early they've on, gotten maybe better. Not. They were yeah. packed back when the Leafs weren't making the playoffs, though, because everyone sort of knew when the Leafs didn't make it, you could just go to Marley's games for cheap. Yeah. But now you want to stay home and watch the Leafs play. Exactly. All right, let's uh, let's move on to the actual game itself. But yeah, we do need to go to a Marley's postseason. We yeah. will. We will. We will work on. I'll that. find a day. Yeah. Let's... Trying to find a day is always tough. Um. So, if you're looking at this matchup, let's start with the... I'm going to have to have play devil's eye. We can't, we can't just be positively fans thinking that everything's going to go their way because we know it's not. Where where do you see the the, cha- the Leafs biggest are going to win in three. No, they what, are not. What's their biggest challenge? 
because uh, a lot of me, a lot of analysts are writing off the Leafs entirely. They, they're, a lot of them are picking the Bruins to go to the finals. I'm seeing a lot of Leafs and or not Leafs and five, Bruins and five, which like, I don't understand. I, get out of here. If the Leaf, if the Bruins win in five, the Leafs have fallen off a cliff. Like it's the sixteen or the eighteen wheeler going off a cliff. Compare last year's Leafs playoff roster to this year's. I'll take this year's every time. You, you don't got, have Marlowe? You don't have Marinchin. No. Carrick I mean, he's still got Polak. is not in there. Polak was not terrible. He's not bad. He's just He's gonna be he he will have some value in this series because he's of He's not bad, he's not nature. good, he's just Polak. He's, he's right a, in the middle. He's your third pairing defenseman. He's not going to cost you games, no. but he's also not going to win you games. Insert Dermot. Like it. Insert De- Marlowe. He was the game I went to, the Marlies game, he scored in that. So he's he's good in the playoffs, man. And he insert real good. a fourth line center. I mean, Boyle was there last year. Yeah. Except for game, uh, games one and two, that's, he was good. That's going to be the big thing to me is the Bruins are going to clamp down on those three lines. Uh, the fourth line is going to be a big question mark because Plakanich I hasn't... I think Babcock will try his best to make that a matchup lineup if he can. Plakanich hasn't been consistent. I think he only had his first primary assist with the team like maybe mm-hmm. the last five games. I, I say watch it against the Bruins. He he knows how to play yeah, the Bruins. No, no, no. He's, I'm not saying he's a bum. I'm just... No, he's... He's... He needs to just be more consistent. He doesn't need to. I'm not saying he needs to put up two assists a game. No. He just needs to. He needs to needs not to be just there, look the like effort. a player scaring, skating on the ice, just taking a skate. He, he just sort of, yeah, he just sort of looks like he's on yeah. the ice. He doesn't look like he's in dangerous at any point. He makes some good defensive plays. He kills penalties. Komarov can't seem to figure out what the back of the net looks like anymore. I mean, I don't expect he, him to I score. never expected him to ever go back to that all star. No, no, no pace that he had that was an which anomaly was of the season uh what i think is i find komarov like almost like mechanic looks invisible at times didn't he, he didn't he miss another open net like two games ago i think so well he is coming off an injury <laughs> he's invisible until he misses a wide open he, net he and is, everyone he, gets on him he was coming off an injury he wasn't i guarantee yeah. he's not at his hundred. he looked he looked better the last game of the season yeah he looked not he wasn't like dangerous scoring like all-star season komarov but he was Leo, he was in the corner. He was hitting people, digging and digging, getting pestered under people's skin. Yeah, and that's what Kapanen is going to have to carry that line a bit. Kapanen, more. that's the one. That's the other thing about the Leafs is they've got more speed, and they were already fast to begin with last well, year. Well, Kapanen was there last season, but yeah, he's a but, year more experienced. Yeah, exactly. It's a more experienced Kapanen with the wheels he already had last year. Yeah, a Kapanen that played over half the season in the NHL, or at least a good portion of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, that experience is going to pay off big time because he he was he scored two goals and that the one game the fourth line one was a game two against Washington. Captain the scored one, the OT the winner. Cap, yeah, that was game two. He scored the he scored the first goal of the game, didn't he? Or he scored that tap in in front of the net. That was OT. Yeah, so if the fourth line got the Leafs two goals in that game, that basically yeah. won them the game. So I don't think the fourth line is going to win the Leafs games, but they're certainly not going to take the Leafs out of games. That's they're, the most important thing is you can't... They, could, they can easily beat the Bruins' fourth line. That's what, we, yeah. that's what we're saying. There's a lot more uh, veteran savvy. Let's put it that way. There's a lot yeah. of Bruins players that are going into their first NHL playoffs. There are, but there are also some players who have been Especially that fourth line. I don't think any of them played last year in the Bruins. Don't think so. Um, the Bruins' defense. This, this is yeah. where I want to get to next. I, this is not the same Bruins' defense. Not the same as... Thir- well, that's the difference. Is everyone's sort of expecting this clash like 2013. These are way different teams in 2013. 
You take out. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Chara and McAvoy are going to be the. Was beast. Krug on the team the last time in 2013? I don't think so. I think he was. Maybe this is rookie year. They don't have Seidenberg anymore. They don't have Boychuk. Uh, no. They've got Matt Greslick, I believe, is their third line pair with Adam McQuaid. That could be exposed very easily by the Leafs. Adam McQuaid, he, his Adam McQuaid is not the old Adam McQuaid. He's not no, as quick, but he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna punish players yeah. along the boards. That's, that's what the Le- that's the key to this series. The Leafs need to skate the Bruins into the ground because they are quicker than the Bruins. That's the one thing you cannot deny about this Leafs team. Yeah, if they get if they get on their wheels, they're gonna skate circles around the Bruins. Um, but if they get into these Mike Babcock prevent conservative play, or sorry, prevent and play conservative offense this dump and chase bs that they've been that they tried remember that stretch where they like could barely score in the middle of the season because they were just dump and chasing all the time if they do that the bruins are going to run them out of the building every night so because the bruins have big enough bodies that they can play that down low dump and chase crap game the leafs can't get into the bruins game uh krug was there in the 2012 2013 season now they also have charlie mcavoy charlie mcavoy is what the kids would call a stud he yeah he's been he's been a big reason why they haven't been they haven't taken as far of a dip they like things were not looking good when they fired Julian and then yeah you insert McAvoy you you know Bergeron takes that step up Marshen is revived his revitalized well, do you way, do you think Zdeno Chara gets that extension if Charlie McAvoy is not playing with him this season I think he gets an extension. I don't think he gets a two-year deal. I don't think he gets two years. Uh, but at the same time, Charlie the- McAvoy's really shaded the fact that Char is getting older and he's not as quick and he's not as effective as he used to be. That's true. He's still effective. He's still. I mean, he's six foot nine. You're not going to miss him when he's out on the ice. But he's not. This, again, he's not the same Chara that we saw in 2013. No, but his, he's going to. His role is mainly going to be. You see, JVR, you push him out of the crease. Yeah, that's going to be his. That's going to be and his. And he's also going to be standing in front of the net a good amount in the series. In the album in the Leafs net, yeah. So I'm gonna. This is that, wh- that was one of the things they did in 2013 when they had the comeback, because they parked yeah. Char in front of the net and they scored a couple goals off of it. So, you want to know what's going to be? I think what's going to be the key for the Leafs to beat the Bruins. Mm-hmm. Uh, hockey Reference, guy, gotta love them. Roman Polak's shots no. that go ten feet wide and hit the ref and go in. That that could also work. Um, the Bruins. <laughs> we just need six of those again. I don't think I've ever seen a team play so differently with the lead than when they're trailing. The Bruins. Well, they're when they're they, always trailing. The Bruins, when they are leading after the first period, are twenty four one and three. When they're leading after the second period, they're three thirty three zero oh, and four. So that when they have a lead. They're they're not giving it up. No. Um, I mean, that's the, good. That's exactly what you want to see. It's not like last year's Leafs where it's a complete fire drill for two periods. After yeah, I'm talking about this is the, what the Bruins do. I know. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. It's not like the Leafs last year where it's you're just worried about whether you can scrape out a win in OT. No, the I'm going to go. Solid. This is, again, devil's advocate. When they are trailing after the first period, 7-14-5. When trailing after the two periods, 6-17-5. So, wow. Two totally That's different. That's honestly teams. really surprising because I would have sworn that every game they won over the last month and a half was a goal they scored in the last 10 seconds of the third period. Maybe, and maybe that scored no team. Maybe that's where it got better for them. <laughs> maybe maybe that's all the wins they had when they were winning after two periods. Also, it doesn't help when the uh, Carolina Hurricanes just 
have a complete implosion in the third period. Yeah, one of those games too. That was yeah. pretty, wow. pretty bad. That was worse. That was like that. Carolina has, is in that weird position where they like. I'm pretty sure I, I ran the the lottery to do our mock draft that I I posted or I submitted, and um, Carolina I think is picking in either one pick before the same pick they picked last year mm-hmm. because nothing changed in the lottery simulator I did. Yep. And it's like they're right in that middle ground where they're like they're not terrible. Yeah. But they're also not getting better. They're just in that middle spot. Okay. You're sort of stuck in purgatory in the middle of the lottery. Okay, so you want to know just uh, while we while I have this up, do you want to know what the Leafs records like when they're leading after the first period? I would love it. 31-5 and 1. After one? After the first period. Okay. When they are leading after two periods, 31-3 and 2. You want to now you want to know what it's like when they are <laughs> Um, trailing decent. Oh boy, no, I know. <laughs> Just four fifteen and one when trailing after the first. Yikes! Five twenty and two when le- when trailing after two. Score the first goal and hope it's one nothing through two periods. <laughs> now this is this is their record when they uh, did a good job of that with Washington last year. This could be. On them. This will most likely be the key for them when they're outshot by their opponent. They are. 29, 13, and 3. Yeah, when they outshoot Freddy, their opponent. Freddie stands on his head. When they really, outshoot their opponent. They're like, they're like 115. 16, 11, and 4. Oh, okay. They're still winning. That's good. And then um, in one goal games, they're 13 and 6. It's a positive record and everything on the bright side. Yeah, this is what I was saying. They The, la- the thing they did well in Washington is they knew they were the underdogs in the series. So they just went and jumped all over Washington in the first period. They ended up getting the first goal or two in the first two games, I believe. Mm-hmm. Toronto was a different story. That's they went down two nothing in both of those games. Yeah, at the beginning, but you got to get on the Bruins in their own barn. That TD Garden is going to be rocking. It will be if if the Bruins get, especially on that, the power. There's not play. a crowd to screw around with. No, because Boston is like Philly. They will get right on top of you. You yeah. could probably hear Jack Edwards in, from the bench. <laughs> with his crazy that game against Carolina, he threw his voice out. He was cracking so many times. Yeah, that guy. That guy is loud. I still have that overtime call stuck in my head, and that's probably why I'm happy they're facing the Bruins because it's just like <sighs> Jack are. Edwards is a great broadcaster, but screw off, Jack Edwards. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think I think that that that's what screwed them the that one game where they got absolutely buried in Boston four one. Is that they yep. led in, I think, what, two goals terribly early and they just never recovered. So they cannot. Okay, let's say the Bruins get one goal. We know the Leafs can probably come back. They can't let the Bruins get two easy goals early because then they just they turn their game around. Yeah, you. They you suffocate just, the Leafs. They'll suffocate the Leafs in that regard. The key, the key to this series is it's obvious. Don't let Marchand and Bergeron and Pasternak just shell you. No. You're, they're going to get their goals. They will. You're not going to shut down that line. So throw that out the window. It's not happening. What you cannot do is you cannot let them score three or four goals a game and have all the Bruins offense. Because no. when they're hot, they're, Especially, they're the best line in hockey. Like I looked at matchups to watch in this series. Yeah. And like Matthews only played against Bergeron once this season. Yeah, what was it, Kadri playing against Bergeron or both? Kadri has played uh, this I found well, this so I interesting. I guess Kadri cuz they're the shutdown. Natural Static was really good at f- helping me like 
look at these matchups. What am I thinking? Bozak against the first line, they'd score five goals a game. This is this is interesting. So Kadri has played no against no other player more than Patrice Bergeron over forty minutes, and that's in what four games? So t- about just over the season. Over the season, okay. He has played more against Bergeron than any other player. I mean, goalies excluded. <laughs> Barkov was second, yeah. on that list. I think if I'm Babcock, I don't want that. You're not winning a lot. I don't of want regardless. I don't want Bo's uh, Kadri's line to only have to worry about shutting down Bergeron's line. The first. The that's first why you have. Plica- that's why you are so in, in, adamant on having Komarov and Plakanic. They need to help with that. And Bergeron, Berge, uh, you're not going to see the fourth line play the first. Bergeron line there, doesn't like Marshan. Sorry, it was Marshan who doesn't like playing against Bukanic. Knowing that psychological advantage that could have <laughs> that turtleneck have, is scary in the postseason. Definitely, um, that that's going to be key. Uh, you were talking about the Bozak line. James Van Riensdyk owns the Daniel Chara in possession. Yeah, not just on the power play, but a five on five. I you're going to see you're going to see Chara plaster to Matthews. I though. think I think that line can be very underrated in this series because they are going to be the offensive hounds. If Bozak can hit an open net, yeah, they'll be good. But Bozak yeah, hasn't so done a lot of that. That's lately. what JVR is for. And that's co- the thing is you need in the playoffs you can't just hope that one guy's going to carry you. That's what the yeah. Leafs did in the last series against Kessel, and he just happened to have a good series. Yep, but. Like especially I, when he wasn't having a good career against the Bruins as a Leaf. Again, I keep going back to this isn't the same team and it's not the same situation where the Leafs have four or five guys that they can rely on to put the puck in. Yeah. But if you're throwing JVR's line out and JVR's the only guy producing, it's not like you're the only people that know that. No. The other team's going to just throw their top guy and, and have him shadow It's also going to have to come from the blue line, too. Like we yep. made a, They made a big thing about Riley and Gardner having over 50 points this season. Guess so, what? In the playoffs, I, it didn't help that in one game in the playoffs they were down to four defensemen. Let's let's be honest here. If you're a playoff team, nobody gives a damn if you're a fifty point player on no. defense. It's a clean slate. What have you done for me lately? Show it in the playoffs. It's a clean slate. Um, that that blue line doesn't have to be terrific. It just needs to. It it it, it can't get totally shelled. The one. The one pair I am worried about, and I think it's a pair, is Gardner and Zaitsev are playing together, right? Yeah. They are going to have a rough go with the Bruins coming the down Bruins, on them. The, the Bruins check. know that, that that pairing is vulnerable to contact. Once, you, just, once you're physical with them, they... Zaitsev, not as much, but Gardner... Zaitsev has taken some beatings against the Bruins. Yeah. I, he's, a tough, I was, he's a tough guy. I, well, you know, I, was, I made a hype video, yep. um, and I was looking for hits. First off, the Leafs don't hit a lot. No, <laughs> like, that's not worthy. Matt Martin missed not, half the season. I hate to not break video, to you. Not video worthy. Uh, yeah, hit. There was a Matt Martin hitting there like, oh, against there the Bruins. It was more of a collision than a hit. I don't even know if you really meant it. Um, but there was <laughs> the one, same thing I said about Marchand Zeit- and Duclair. <laughs> yeah, oh. Zeitz, collision. But Zeitz have had a like he got buried by one. I can't remember who it was that buried him. So Tim Corrali. <sighs> I'm just I'm listing off random players that I can oh, remember man. on the Bruins. I, I'd have six. to look it up, but. That's that's something that the Leafs are going to have to try to minimize is the amount of wear and tear that that line ha- gets or yeah. that pairing gets. Um, Riley, I think, is going to be – this is where he stepped up big last season. He doesn't have Matt Hunwick as his defense yeah, partner. Yeah, that's the big thing. Hainsey was really good for the Penguins last season, people forget. 
now. He wasn't, he wasn't very good at clearing pucks, so that's no. That's the thing I'm worried about with the Leafs' defense is they need to just get the puck out. Yeah, you and, can't give the Bruins second chances. And don't or, let the Bruins take get a lot of power play opportunities because you don't want to see Hainsy out there for six minutes a night. If Ron Hainsy has to play five six minutes a night on the penalty kill, you're in trouble. Yeah, Especially, you don't want that. And the Bruins, let's be honest, they're not going to let the Leafs have that much time on the penalty kill because those penalty kills are going to be done early. They have shooters. Yep. Pasternak can shoot. Marshan can shoot. Bergeron can shoot. Can shoot. Like, and then you also have Rick you've got Nash, Bacchus, you've got Rick Nash, Krejci, yeah, Krejci, Mister Playoff Performer. Yep, guy could have ten points in a season like Komarov, and he comes out and scores ten goals in a series or some stupid thing. Very true. Um, the guy's unreal in the playoffs. So like, there's scary aspects to the Bruins, but the first line is what you have to watch. What do you think about the goaltending matchup? I like it. Tuukka Rask is good in the playoffs. He's been shaky against the Leafs, I think. He had. Well, well recently in the regular season. The re- in that playoff series, he was good. He was. I, I'm just a little concerned. Like, Rask, the last game, he there was a goaltender interference call that went the Leafs' way, and they won that last game they played against them in February. Leafs are not going to get the benefit of calls like that all the time. So They haven't gotten the benefit of the calls most of the time. No, it's true. Um, and they also played Kudobin uh, as Kudobin. well. Kudobin played one half of that back-to-back that they won the first two games. Yeah. so I think it was the first, the one in Toronto. When yeah. They won an OT, I believe. An OT. Kudobin. And it's not three-on-three OT either. Let's not forget. That's what it <laughs> I don't. Do so. They won't let us forget in Boston that it was five-on-five. <laughs> no, that's very true. They also, the Leafs don't have James Reimer in that. Let's remember that. That is true. Uh, steady Freddy, they call him. He is steady. Um, and he is named Fred. Yes. He, people were, I'm not saying I was concerned about how he played the last little bit going into the playoffs. There were some, let's say some other reporters at a, at a network that I don't work for who always seem to, I mean, and the sports net does it too, of, uh, pointing out that Frederick Anderson wasn't his best in the last little bit of the season. And I just go, last. this is a way better situation than last season where he was injured going into the playoffs. We also forget Zaitsev was injured going into the playoffs. Polak was injured in the playoffs. Polak was injured in the playoffs. So I'm not as concerned. I mean, Freddie can have some shaky moments. How nice is it going to be to not have Merchant throwing grenades through the middle of the ice? That will help. That will yeah. definitely help. Apparently, Marincin was on the ice with the Leafs, though. I think I saw Shelton tweet there. Not Shelton. Somebody with the Leafs. Don't ruin my day, please. I didn't see that. <laughs> um, it might have been just somebody making a joke. I didn't really look too much I into hope, it. I hope it's a it joke. It didn't look like Marincin. That's what confused me. Um, I'm, I'm Are of the you belief, checking Twitter to verify? I am <laughs> checking this right now because this is... He's this, not going to play. You know what a slap you, in the face to Connor Carrick. You know when like, you get like that chill down your spine? Uh, <laughs> that's called you got a case of the Marinchins that's what that's called uh, um, yeah no that would be such a slap in the face to Connor Carrick if you keep him I around see, I see none of that and so. then use Martin Marinchin who uh, let's be honest he's just he's not good enough to play in the NHL he's a good AHL producer yeah like Connor Carrick's a fringe NHL Martin Marinchin's just not good enough Carrick was a good AHL player but uh, I don't know um so, I'm I'm of the belief that okay, yes, 
not trailing the Bruins in, like, in a game is going to be big, but Anderson is going to have to. He's going to have to get rid of some of those shaky goals, the ones that could be really bad, like that can break your back. Let's not disillusion ourselves either. They're not just going to lead for the entire series. No. There's going to be moments where you got to dig in and get a goal. It's, it, goals are going to be hard to come or by. Goals. That's, you're not you're not running away with the series. The better team is not the Leafs, mm. standings-wise. No. It's hard to say who the better team is because the Leafs won the regular season battle. Again, we go back to that argument. But there was – I think the season was more of a – it was like different uh, swing. It was like, it was like swing of momentum at different points. You can say the yeah. Leafs were one of the best teams to start. I mean – Standing-wise, they were one of the best teams. Whether their play suggested it, probably not. And the Bruins were terrible out of the start. And then Bruins went on a run. Yep. The Leafs couldn't score. The Leafs didn't. And then it kind of evened out near the end. So Yeah, and Marchand scored, like, all the overtime goals. So it's in overtime, just put all five guys on Marchand. Oh, but again, it won't be three-on-three three either. No, that's what I mean, just put all five guys on Marchand. Even Anderson, <laughs> just just create a barrier around him. Um. Yeah. Tate, Tate March, Martin Martin into the post. He'll be useful for something. Potentially. Um. He'd be like a shooter tutor. Okay. Because we're almost. I, I I didn't want to make this one too long, because oh. this will be coming out on a Thursday morning. People are in playoff mode. Yeah. Um. I want your. I've already given my prediction. So as uh, Austin knows, I was on another podcast. On well, I went out yesterday. Yeah. We recorded yesterday the Mickey Mike podcast, Mickey Mike show, Mickey Mike podcast. Wow, that's bad at me for not even knowing the proper Way name. Way to be on that. brand there. Um, I've already given my playoff predictions throughout the whole playoffs. I'll put a link to that podcast. Do you so have a bracket know. or anything going? I did, and I kind of messed it up on the podcast. I should probably make a bracket. Um, I, I my bracket mine. was busted by Nashville in the first round last year. Yeah. I thought Chicago was going to win in seven. I just six. wanted to know. I just wanted to know because I, I don't want to get into whole playoffs. Okay, I'll ask you two two things. Yeah. Um. Who? What's your prediction for the series? And who is your cup final? I don't want to know. Who, I, you can tell me who wins your cup. Who wins the cup? But who wins this series? And what's your cup final? And you can give me a result if you want. Hmm. This series. <laughs> it is a Leaf podcast. It's hard. You ha- you can go the other way. I'm not. We won't hold. I'm not. I'm you. not picking the Bruins. It's just sort of like on the spot. It's like you sort of have to weigh all the options. You do. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be nice for the Leafs to win in seven? That's what I have them doing. That's what I six think. or seven is my call. Leafs in three. <laughs> <laughs> Leafs in two. Leafs in one. That that's Boston's gonna be, gonna be the, run out of the building. It's gonna be an eight wait until you over. see if the Leafs get. Cr- Crushed in the first game. How many le- how Leafs many, in five? Or how many, Bruins in five? How, no, how many media members were like Bruins in three? Or even if the Leafs run the Bruins out of the building in the first game? Bruins in Leafs, five. <laughs> Leafs in three or something like that. It's happened before. It always happens. Oh, yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, that'd be duck. nice. Stop duck. So you you got the Leafs in seven? Leafs in seven. Yeah, let's go with that. I'd okay. say Leafs in six, but the Bruins are going to put up way too much of a fight. Yeah. I think it goes seven regardless of which team wins it. Your cup final? Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, let's go Winnipeg. Ooh, the pegger. Like you the think peg. they can get past Nashville? 
I like the peg except when they play the Leafs. I'm a big Patrick Laine fan. I know that's probably sacrilegious in Toronto because there's some big battle brewing. If Austin is not on the next podcast, uh, you'll know why. Listen back to this. Let me preface this with his facial hair is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. That's he, all... he is the oddest looking individual in the league. Yeah. Oh, we're dying again. Ah! Oh, it's that beeping noise. That's ah, okay. That's that's uh that's somebody who set up a bomb once they heard that line A you picked. Uh, yeah, that's the line A. Made. That's the line A alarm. <laughs> okay, um, so yeah. who? So it's just they, they're a good team, man. They, Tampa, Tampa, Winnipeg are your Cup final pick. Yeah, I, or Winnipeg or Nashville. I think Nashville will make it to the conference final, and I think Winnipeg will edge them. Even though Rene's no, good. they won't. It'll be second round Winnipeg. Oh Nashville. right, right, Central. Um, dumb divisional. Oh boy, I didn't even think of that. That's why um, I thought of it. <laughs> who's even in it from the Pacific? I don't think Vegas is going to make it that far. It's L.A., Vegas, Anaheim, San Jose. If Vegas makes it to the conference finals, that would be massive. But I would love to be wrong. If Vegas makes it to the cup final, that'd be awesome. I would. You know what? That's the only reason why I want Vegas to move on is I just want to see how that how that city is during the playoffs, especially deep. Well, you'll see tonight. But I, don't, I, don't, I just don't see Vegas beating a team like L.A. with that, that veteran I presence. I do for sure. Okay. I don't I don't know. If you want to go through all the playoff matchups, we can do that. <laughs> no, because um, I, I did a whole hour and 45-minute show on that. Um, I'll, I'll just give you mine. My prediction was Predators-Leafs final. Oh, that's – And this is not me being a homer because I know Tampa Bay is good. I know there's Pittsburgh. We're all we're all going to be but, wrong when Pittsburgh makes the finals again with yeah, well, Crosby playing with a don't broomstick and a stick of gum. Um, on his wing, and I, both I actually think goals. I actually think Pittsburgh's going to lose in the second round to Washington. And it's also just me trying to be bold with mm, my picks. Yeah, but I don't know. It's maybe Washington doesn't make it out of the first round. They need a good goalie performance because Grubauer is starting for them. Yes, that's true. It's not even Holtby, so they need somebody to step up. Um, okay. I, we're gonna. I'll get your the rest of your predictions after. Uh, <laughs> I'll I, make a bracket. You can make a bracket, and you can if you make a bracket today, I can throw it up on the on the post. Um, Any last thoughts? Um, I I would say this: if you are listening to this podcast, it is going to go up Thursday morning. My recommendation for playoffs: you're not going to the game. (laughs) No, we've made that very. I'm gonna. I'm going to. I will not be going to any games. I'm going to caution you on Maple Leaf Square. I went for game three last year. I couldn't feel my toes at the end of the night. Yeah, I'm not going. This is not spring weather. Even though it's supposed to be warmer tomorrow, it's going to rain. If you really look at the weather forecast, because they will cancel if the weather's not good. Um, It'll have to be really bad. I'm submitting my bracket now. Okay. Wow, that was quick. I had to figure out my sign-in info. Otherwise, it would have been quicker. Um. Yeah, so watch out for that. Real sports is probably a great place for atmosphere. Getting in is going to be tough. I, I might agree. call about like game two or game three, like one of the ones in Toronto. Um, I feel like getting in there for at least one game would be nice. Now, I always say any bar downtown is going to be great. Hoops, I'm not a huge. I mean, I'm. I'm they're not sponsoring us. So Rec room or isn't. Rec room is going to be pretty good for that. That'd be fun. And you could do the Jackassers at St. Lawrence Market. I did that in 2013. That was a really nice uh, restaurant to go to. Uh, There's the Pint, I think. I have not been there yet. 
That's maybe a new place. tomorrow. Boston Pizza, uh, right across from the Rogers Center. They have the big screens there. A place that has right. a big screen. That's where you want to go. Yeah. A place that's going to play the game sound. St. Louis is also a really good place for that. St. Louis is good. There's one right by the dome as well. We're, we're, Austin and I will make our plans for tomorrow. Don't worry. We'll, yeah. um, but I always say, because this is a fan-sided podcast, you can obviously, you can also yeah, you can do it at home. Firstly. You can do it at home. Invite some buddies over. Watch the game there. Um, just be responsible. Be safe. Most of all, make sure that you are wearing your jersey. I will be. And uh, for the, I'll I'll say it's it's I, I think this time around I'm I'm more looking at what they're gonna do in this round. I like I'm obviously excited to see playoff hockey. Oh God, what have I done? But am I? I gotta turn your oh God. Off. But I'm ex- I'm making my bracket. Shut it. Um, I'm excited for what can happen for the Leafs. <laughs> I, I clicked a team and then ended up clicking them in the next round, and it like advanced them all the way to the finals when I didn't want them to. <laughs> Great job. Yeah. Um, I'm I, like Austin. I'm almost waiting to see about how how this goes. Yeah, I'm not gonna make any bold predictions. This is you yeah. wait till I've already my bold my bold predictions. You wait till game stuff. two or three before you decide whether or not the series. People is people go. are gonna get on me about that Leafs uh, Predators final, but I will I will own it. Whether they win or lose, I will own it. So enjoy the game. Uh, we will be back again next week. I do want to get into TFC is on to the Champions TFC. League final for CONCACAF. Woo. Uh, that is going to go up next. That's going to be next Tuesday. That's massive. Nick McAdam has been a stud for us on all of our TFC articles this season. So he broke down the last win. Uh, we'll have something up on their, I think it's from Venezuela, I believe is the Chivas. Chivas. I think that's where they're from. Uh, look it up. I will kind of want, I kind of was hoping it would be a New York Red Bulls final because (laughs) then it would be at a half decent time. Uh, Uh, yeah, they Guadalajara one on Guadalajara. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, Mexican professional football clubs. And so guess what, guys? Are. The Blue Jays are not as bad as we think they are. We'll uh. get, Richard should. <laughs> Richard couldn't make it today because he had work. We have Captain Baseball Richard Lee Sam needs to come in and tell us um, otherwise, or if that's. And true. I'm gonna and I'm gonna get on Richard about his Aaron Sanchez take and how I think he jinxed yesterday's potential bid for a. I, no I think hitter. I did a little bit too. So everybody did everybody jinxed that sports center did as well did you see you that? quickly want to do that we have we have i wanted to get this under an hour quick minute on this what the hell is wrong with people all oh, sports center did it first do you see they they uh somebody made like a string of uh they broke otani's they broke otani's they broke perfect, sanchez i mean otani was a perfect game let's be, let's be honest here no hitter is not easy uh no it's not <laughs> so it's not it's like when people get on, it you forget for talking eight about shutouts. Innings, you're like, oh, this could be possible. And if you forget, Richard predicted that Sanchez would throw a no-hitter this season. So he's probably like kicking himself because that was probably his best chance to get he one. He was super excited. Um, it's like it's like when people start saying shootout. Or shutout. Shutout, sorry. Yeah, shootout. Sportsnet did nobody that said, Nobody says shootout. Sports, That's a bad idea. Sportsnet did that to the Leafs once. Can you imagine and, if the playoffs had shutout, shootouts? Shutouts. Jesus. I am all over. Okay. I think um, this is a good place to... No, but it's just like... Whatever. I. 
it's a difficult game to play. And like I said to you, I was in attendance. Uh, I mean, it was like 2007, 2006 ish, mm-hmm. when Dustin McGowan had his no hitter through eight innings. Yeah. And then I think it was a double in the ninth. I forget. It was on dog day. That's what. Yeah, I, I remember that game dog. actually. Dustin and, McGowan uh, was actually a half decent pitcher. Yeah, he, when he, he was healthy. A gem. That was a great game. It was against the Rockies too. Yeah. So shout out Tulo. Um, <laughs> who we still won't see for another month. Exactly. But, yeah, it's uh, good for Sanchez. Roberto Osuna is a, that's a huge story. Yeah, 100 saves. That's Three massive. pitches it took to get that save. It's pretty good. Um, and also Marcus Stroman, all kinds of petty, only shouting out Osuna on Twitter and not Sanchez. <laughs> oh, I'm not getting into that one. Oh. Uh, well, I'm not, I'm, I'm not we'll going to get into it either. We'll, get into it, we'll get into it on the next podcast. Yeah. Um, Austin, how is the Twitter following going? Uh, it's just it's staying steady. Okay, so oh, you want me to check the actual number? I don't. It's uh, probably not changed. Much underscore from the last. Austin Owens on Twitter if you want to follow him. Sweet. Try yeah, to help. If get not, those that's cool too. Up. It's no worries. I'm gonna be trying. If well, depending on what well, we're doing, Austin, yay or nay? Yes or no on having a laptop if you're gonna watch a Leaf playoff game? What do you mean? Because I'm thinking about doing gifts or. Gifts oh, I was or, thinking about doing it too. Um, that would mean me having my laptop at wherever we go. Oh, I don't care. You do whatever have you want. We would have as long to have as long as there's Wi Fi. That's why we <laughs> I did it at the draft point. when we were putting up a little girl. That was at Real Sports, but that was like we were working slash doing stuff. Slash eating food. So. Um, one more thing, because we were talking about the Marlies a bit. Garrett Sparks has uh, been awarded the top goaltender in the AHL. Awesome. I guess I'll let you do a post on that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so oh. easy over there. Interview people. Oops. Interview people are just knocking over them. drinks. Knocking over. That was my oh, the headphones. headphones. Damn it. Um, yeah, and you can follow me on Twitter, D underscore Morisuti. Uh, follow all of our content on Tip of the Tower. We've already got a lot of Leaf stuff up the last couple days, previewing the playoffs. I will have a key to Leafs beating the Bruins in the playoffs. We already went through some of them, but we're gonna. I will go more in depth on those. Hey, Dave. Yep. Interview number three starting. Interview number three. Oh, poor person actually looked over. <laughs> we've she we've made eye contact. Yet. She made eye contact. This is going to really throw her off. It's awkward now. It is a little awkward now. Actually, she was waiting outside for this. I was trying to person. do this very quietly. So Yeah. All right. Uh, take care. Enjoy. Uh, I guess by the time we do the next one, it won't be until game until next week. So enjoy the first couple games of the series. And uh, enjoy the playoffs, guys. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.